we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey, welcome to the Swap Moto Live podcast presented by Fly Racing. I'm here at the Pomona Fairplex on uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm Media Day, joined by Red Bull's Jeremy Malott and our good buddy Mike Sleater, test rider, nutrition expert, etc. Team manager this weekend. <laughs> Team manager this weekend. So, yep. so guys, the, uh, the first bike hasn't fired up yet, but there's already like an atmosphere out there. All these cool old bikes, all, not even old bikes, there's modern bikes, but there, a lot of them are made to look old. Um, whose idea was it to do the, uh, the retro theme, Jeremy? I mean, it's something I've always wanted to have happen at this event. I wanted it to always be something that doesn't happen at any other point in the year. And so, um, we can hear you breathing. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this event's supposed to be different. You're not supposed to look at it and think, it's part of the 17 round supercross series you're supposed to think you see it and you immediately know what event it is yeah and how it looks different than everything else and um, i think it shouldn't just stop at the track it should the format's different the track's obviously different the number of riders we have is different and then i think the bikes and the gear should also be different why stop at just the track and the format mm-hmm. so the whole goal is to make sure where i always joke but wherever a feld goes left and right we go straight so whatever the, <laughs> if they say no two strokes or they have the ama say you can't race bikes that are five years or older then i'm not gonna why am i gonna abide by those rules those rules suck so we just basically looked where the fans want to go the mm-hmm. media the storylines those same 17 round supercross and 12 motocross races those produce the same storylines and i wanted to have our own unique ones so mm-hmm. or we wanted to have them so that's basically where we've put the the pressure on the athletes to show up i was told them I go, if you show up as you from this year or next year you failed mm-hmm. no one wants to see that we're going to see that 29 times a year be different and yeah. i think everybody answered that call yeah so mike you've you've done this event before right yeah, it was that was obviously honestly a bucket list thing for me. Jeremy gave me the opportunity to be an alternate. He's like, "Well, if you're fast enough, you'll make it in." <laughs> I don't know if I was fast enough. I was the battle of attrition. You know, Chad hurt his ankle like the second time, second lap, and you know, a couple other guys went over the bars, and I just kind of stick to my plan. Didn't want to get hurt, and I can say I got to line up with this top 16, and it's the coolest thing I've ever, coolest race I've ever done. Um, I would say it's a an event like lifestyle type of thing just the way it goes down the the environment my kids were old enough to see me do yeah your it. kid that was the first time your kids got to see race yeah right? that was oh, the first great. time and i remember they came in and they said dad you need to go a lot faster <laughs> if we're gonna get a trophy <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids are awesome because there's no filter right it's great they're asking them why why are you why Did are they like drawing on people's jerseys t-shirts you know when i because you know it's just the, the environment with the fans interaction it's there's no semis there's pickup trucks and vans and there's it's it's what people are here to see what really counts it's the riders and the riding mm-hmm. not a bunch of show so yeah. that's what i liked yeah it's Did like you, a big party it, that's the goal yeah. i mean i think our brand's kind of built on that but i think we're also credible and again how we think about things we're not just a brand that's coming in and putting on what we think the fans will like i think mm-hmm. we know what the fans will like and so there's that party vibe but also giving are we, 
I always get mad when they call it the, you know, the red Honda, the green Cowie, like our crew in the, in the booth aren't going to, they're going to talk about those core storylines, the bikes they're riding and the riders are becoming and not dumb it down for the potential new fringe fan that shows up. Like I'm not playing that game. We're going to talk to the core fan because we know they're smart. We know they mm -hmm. know their stuff and they want to be talked to um, like they're adults and like they're in the mix. It's like inside baseball. So yeah. That's the goal. Sure. So, okay. So I can remember, you know, I think we were talking beforehand. It was back in what 2013 mm -hmm. when you, uh, <laughs> you actually pulled me aside somewhere and you're like, hey, check this out, Don. And you had some pieces of paper that were taped together and you unfold them and unfold them. Until you had this like long drawing and it looked like Excite Bike. Yes. And you're I've got this idea for this event. So Red Bull Straight Rhythm was literally your idea. Yeah, there was a guy at Red Bull, Chase Garrett, who kind of we were all in a room and he kinda of threw it out there and I, I kinda of had the idea, but he really forced me to like pull the trigger on it. Mm -hmm. And so we yeah, we drew it up on a five pieces of paper and went to uh, Dane and Perrin. Who actually mm -hmm. hired me at Red Bull and was now a track builder, a lot of X, X Fighters, X Game stuff. Yeah. And brought on Jason Baker, who I think is arguably the best track builder in the world. There is no debate in my mind. And if we're going to put on an event like this, I want the best. I want the guys to roll up and see that the track is thought about from every angle. The the, the angles are good. The dirt's good. everything that he can control. Jason mm -hmm. and his team can control. DreamWorks is uh, Dream Track. Sorry, Dream Dream Tracks. Mm -hmm. um, they're just the best. So. We went out to McGrath's place in, I think, 2012, in mm. the about, about this time, 2012, and, and built the track at McGrath's Ranch and brought out eight or ten guys. and oh, just, there, was, just, there was a lot. It was both Stewart's, Dungey, mm -hmm. um, Marv, Marvin, Marvin, Seeley, Nelson, yeah. Bogle. Quite a so few I, guys. So I yeah, think Bogle's like eight there. or ten guys, and, and we just went out there to film something cool and try it out. And yeah. I kind of deep down knew it would work, but then the, the census after the – with all the athletes was if we did this would you race it and and it was um overwhelmingly yes so i was like okay yeah. so then we pulled the trigger and did it this is year uh year six okay so when you're conceptualizing it you came up with the the idea for the like the resets so it was easier to remember yeah like, i mean speed checks okay so for you mike as a competitor how hard was it to remember the course like what was a triple what was a double what was on off it, I, I made a mistake and got lucky up against villapoto in my second round it was it was tough the resets do help but everything looks so much the same, so it, it's not a danger thing per se. I mean, because everyone's riding the same thing in the marks, but the lanes are just slightly different enough. Like one's one lip on one lane might be as flatter or steeper, mm -hmm. so you got to bounce that harder or less. And um, I, like I said, I made a mistake second round. I went to go like three, three, and I went like three, and then three onto a table on accident. And luckily, I timed the table on and off. <laughs> I was like in the air. I'm like, oh no. But it is pretty tough. Once you get to that rhythm, you know, you got to make sure that you hit your marks to to um, get – you pretty much at this level, these guys, you make a mistake, you're done. Yeah. Like, like that's really the, the great part about it is it's all on the line. But um, kind of to answer your question, it, it's tougher than you'd think. They get a lot of practice. The, the team gives them enough time. It's kind of a freestyle practice is when I did it. Like, you guys were even jumping off the sides of the jumps, time things. It's, it's allowing the riders to get enough time, not – five minutes to learn the track mm. and then in the time qualifying like yeah. you know felt you know this is an or ama you get time it's for the riders to put on a good show yeah. and to to really show their talent and skill set because when they guys when they hit the track tomorrow night at 5 30 mm -hmm. those guys know what they're doing they know what they're going to hit they they have it dialed and they might some might pull something out that they haven't yet like hanny or other guys but yeah it's it's good
Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy, so it seemed like the event, you know, it was well-received right from the start. I just remember that first year it was so hot out there on the asphalt. But um, it felt like maybe the thing was kind of like losing a little steam. And then you had the two-stroke race and Ronnie came out. And, yeah. And then it just ignited the whole thing all over again. Wasn't it like a rebirth? Yeah, I'd agree to that. I think last year we <laughs> sort of struggled, but we can touch on that in a sec. But, yeah, I think just like we had – 30 odd four stroke races a year and the guys are tired and you can say well then why are you adding more races well it's like you know i think this is at least different i think you can roll off the couch relative to any other event and come racing yeah and come have fun and the 450s offer nothing i mean we see them all year long there's nothing special about them mm -hmm. i think this is the for sure this year's the tip of the spear with custom bikes and honda going into the archives and finding an 06 and you know, Bowers racing a 92 KX500 and Travis racing the RM Zill, and then the storylines keep going. Mm -hmm. um, and that's interesting to people. I think, uh, sorry, but a new 450 CRF is not that interesting for people. They, once they see the Swap Moto Live, you know, um, bike, you know, shootout, yeah. that's about as that's about <laughs> as deep as it goes. And I think with these bikes, there's a whole, there's a whole undertone of like, uh, you know, these you know, gearhead two-stroke guys are going to come out, not even for the racing, but maybe just to see the bikes. Yeah, definitely. And that's, you know, and then the gear, the guys, you know, the guys at Fox and Thor have gone to the archives and remade new old gear in the new on the new, um, you know, silhouettes or gear. And, and so you see this, like, mix mash of old but new technology, which mm -hmm. is cool. And then the graphics are cool. I mean, Pastrana's bike's the coolest bike. No one's even seen it yet. It's not even here. <laughs> but it's the coolest bike in the pits. But everybody's like, oh, Kenny's bike or Cooper's bike or RV's Villa Light bike. But wait till you see Trav's bike. It's unbelievable. So... <laughs> It's uh, it's just a whole night of, of uh, surprises and but yeah I think back to your original question was I think we did sort of year one year two we're cool with Stu and you know Pastrana and Ken Roxon and Dunge mm -hmm. and then kind of the shine wore off and then we did latch into this two stroke thing and then obviously Ronnie and people laugh at that but he's arguably one of the biggest Neil movers in the sport no one in the core wants to hear that I yeah. think he's offensive and I get he's probably overstepped some boundaries but he's a live action comic. Mm -hmm. You know, if he was on a screen, you wouldn't think otherwise, but he's doing it in real life. And if he backs it up here, like I think he will, I'm not going to say he's going to win it, but he can definitely make it to the second round. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's good. And <laughs> um, and he actually sells tickets and creates hype and creates fun. And I think our sport, I think you can all agree, fun's the one thing we don't have much of. And yeah. so that's his whole night. And one of the fun things that I heard unprovoked was Mitch Payton, who I don't have a relationship with, and Skip Norfolk, who came last year, both sent me texts. Um simultaneously basically uh the next day after the event and said that was fun uh, we all just looked around and smiled and good this is what we're here for we've been missing this and i was like that was unsolicited it was just like pure joy from those guys who've seen it all yeah and i was like cool maybe we wanted something you know what I, what i remember most about this race is when rv retired and came back and did it he's the best that was the first fun thing he did and the most i seen him smile and his whole career. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Know? He's yeah. arguably one of my favorite athletes to work with. He's not even one of our guys. He's just yeah. the best. He's texting and creating gear and creating old new beer cans and his agent's cool and <laughs> everybody's just, they're having, they, they understand. And again, I don't know if you can do both of those things while competing for a title, be serious yeah. and in shape. And then I'll have, I, there's, there's only so much that can't, can't burn the can out both ends, but he's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he's, he gets it and he's zoned into it and he understands and he's playing the crowd. He knows he's not, here to win yeah. if you win this changes nothing in your career i promise you <laughs> this changes nothing it's just a night of like it's i can say it's like instagram brought to life like everything you want to do on instagram occasionally like you can do it here and it's magnified times 10 yeah and then go back to your old world that's fine but like for the one night a year this is an instagram come to life yeah
So, okay, so uh, we've got to do the uh, bell racing, bell helmets, bench racing session. So, guys, who are your calls for tomorrow night? Picks. Go ahead. Um, 125 class? Yeah, let's see 125. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say Wa Wageman is a sleeper. I think Whoa. Wageman's going to be Deep fast. He, he, he's, he's fast, and he's, he rides a two-stroke a lot. Mm. And I, I, I think Wageman's going to be really, really fast. I'm, I'm just – he's solid kid. He doesn't take a necessary risk. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I, – I don't – I have no relationship, no nothing behind him. Like, I just think the kid's – he won Mammoth. He won the two-stroke world championships. Yeah. He 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 knows how to ride a bike. So yeah. and I and I think he doesn't. He does his lets the action speak for him. Uh, two fifty class, man. Jeez, I don't think the guys that win AMA races are gonna win. That's that's my that's my my take, and that's why my wife's coming to watch because it's different. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, not because you're sitting here, but Sipes is going to be fast, and Hanny's going to be fast because they they go forward. Oh yeah. You know, I've been watching reels on Instagram like everyone else of like it's the scrubbing. Everyone thinks it's a scrub thing. It's not. No, it's, it's a not. forward momentum thing, and Hanny knows how to go forward fast, and so does Sipes. So I'm going to say either Sipes or Hanny well, for, for the 250. That's the goal of this event. You know, we'll do our picks in a sec, but. Yeah, have a hundred on. I, I hope that this event doesn't just provide another platform for the same guys to win. Yeah. Um, generally, with Marvin, who's obviously out, I think he would have won. He's just that good. Mm -hmm. um, but the hope is that you know you get a surprise podium where you're like, man, I don't see that ever. And it's like that's the goal. It's, this isn't supposed to be a crazy event for this guy that's sitting 12 feet from us with Pastrana. I don't, I don't necessarily want to see the guy who's supposed to win. I want to see the guy that just brings the flair and maybe has one lap speed like that's that's fun mm -hmm. i want i want the most talented guy to win not the most fit guy this is if yeah. you're an alden baker program you're not probably fit for this you yeah. know you're probably too fit for this <laughs> you know so, um, speaking of which were you tired were you gassed at the end of the run no i wasn't no? Me mentally like you blink a couple times and you're done like wow that just happened and and what's really cool with it is as a rider like you start it's silent right in the, yeah. in, in, the in the tunnel in the top of the stage and you launch off and it's at night, and you just see, like, you can't even see the end. And as you get closer, you hear the crowd. Mm -hmm. And I got to hear it quicker, because, sooner, because Villapoto is a little bit ahead of me. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to hear the crowd roar. And then when you get done, you're pumping fists with the guy that just beat you, and the crowd's going crazy. So um, yeah, I wasn't gassed out, no. It, yeah. it, it, it's it's all about fun. It was great. Yeah. Okay, so me, 125 class. I haven't even seen him ride a big bike yet, but my pick is Max Volan. I love that it. kid is gnarly. He was. I'll jump in. Last year, he wanted to come ride practice on a super mini, and mm. I was like, "Yeah, like we had two days, so it, we had kind of broken up." Obviously, this year we have one day, so um, that wouldn't have happened this year. But I was like, "Yeah, come on Thursday. It'll be probably kind of quiet." And he was schooling the 125 guys. <laughs> like they were uncomfortable, and I think some of these guys actually are they're better this year. Um, I think some of these guys were learning how to ride a 125 for most of Thursday last mm. time, where mm -hmm. he'd been on his bike all year long, and um, outside of the whoops. He was the fastest, and we even got him on camera. And then really? he was blown by dudes. It was unbelievable. And so, um, and then he showed up again the next day, un unannounced, in road practice, and he was even better through the whoops. <laughs> and so, when when he moved up, I told his dad, "I'm like, hey, this is a non-sanctioned event. Yeah. Um, you know, come have fun. And if you want to race, I think it'd be a great coming out party for for Max. It's like, hey, I'm yeah. here. Welcome, world, little Tiger Woods thing. Um, and and I think he's going to be really good. Will he win? I don't know. I guess I look at guys like AJ Cantonzero who. Um, showed up last year on an 04 Cowie, you know, with motocross mm -hmm. suspension. He got second. Yeah. So he's on a really good 
hybrid RM KTM Pastrana 01 bike. So, you know, mm-hmm. you do the math on that. Who's go. on Who's on the Carmichael 70KX? Mitchell Harrison. Okay. Yeah, that and he looks clean. good, too. He's going to be, yeah. So, so. Sorry, who are you going to pick after? Oh, right. so that 125 class and the 280 class? Oh, man, there's a lot of names in there. Uh, I will say, yeah. Hanny, I think so too. This is the you know event. why? Yeah, go you on. don't got to be in shape for this, right? No. And I don't know something about that weird way he jumps. I yep. think that's going to get him back on the ground faster. This is an event that I begged Hanny. You know, he's done it a handful of years. I don't know what years he missed it, but last year he didn't race. I was bummed. So I'm like, man, you you could win this thing. Like, yeah. just show up. And uh, even this year, I was I. I don't even know. I'm not even counting on that he's here. I know he's got a bike, but I haven't seen yeah. him in the pits yet, so I'm not even there. Uh, he sent but, me a picture of his bike. Did yeah, you see his bike? It looks good. Yeah, yeah. it looks like Ezra Lust. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've always, I was like, dude, this is the event. If you're gonna do one event a year, do this one. Like yeah. you can win this, and like, and not that that's again doesn't mean anything. No, but it it adds to your legacy, to your like, you know. Definitely, you know, and you vibe. know, Hanny plays it off like he's not a racer anymore. Huh. He's <laughs> not in shape. Not fast enough. Dude, I talked him into coming out to our, our Trans Am last year, our vet race. And he came out and laid wood on everybody, like, so come, fast. Yeah. And, like, through the whole moto. Like, he kept claiming two laps arm pump. He rode strong to the end, so. Yeah. Don't sleep on him. He has a lot of pride. Yeah. Yeah. And then so hopefully who, who, who you got, Hammer? Um... I'm not going to pick the front runners, and I'm going to probably avoid just picking a guy altogether, but I just agree with you. I don't think, I mean, it's not bad if they do, but I don't think that obvious guys will win. I think if you get through the first round, that quarterfinal bracket is, I don't care who how it lays out, it's nasty. There's mm-hmm. like, you're going to see heavy hitters going home on um, in the quarterfinals, which we've never had before. Let's be honest, we've had some guys that are some sleeper races. We had the... RV versus some sleeter guy years ago. You like lapped him on a one lap race. Yeah. But um, but now this year it's stacked and um, I can't say who's gonna. Obviously, I think uh, from my own personal, we're working on with Ryan Sipes this mm-hmm. year, and he's literally won every type of racing. He won the Hawaiian Supercross. <laughs> he won the Circus <laughs> TT. He won uh, a hill climb. He beat Caleb Russell and all the off road dudes at a sprint enduro. Like all the heavy hitters. So. Yeah. To me, this adds to his story if he was able to do really good here. Um, I don't well, even think he's he, get, win. he got on the podium last year, didn't he? Uh, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, he he beat um, he beat RV, he beat RV <laughs> in the third place race. So like again, you just kind of look at the guy. He's got it all, and he's a 35 year old father of three who doesn't do this, and I think that's a really great story. And um, I think that I think if Cooper or Kenny wins, they're supposed to win. Anderson, obviously, we haven't even mentioned him. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And I will I'll, I'll say this about Anderson, um, not our guy, and. I just had seen ex- how excited he was the last few years, and he talked about the event. Obviously, never, never done it, and so he just said, "Hey, if you can get Husky to say yes and Rockstar to say yes, like I'm in." I'm like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. So that was my mission, and I went to Vegas Supercross. I found Kelso, and he told me it's got to be a Husky guy. So I grabbed Kelso and walked over to Husky guy, and and I asked him, and he pointed out to Kelso. I'm like, "You need to figure out who's who's to blame here, because yeah. like the dude wants to do it. If he wants to race, let him race. I'm not forcing him." Yeah. And then I got an email back and said, "If Anderson wants to race, we'll build him a bike." I'm like, "Perfect." So. um uh, I've been talking to Jason and worked through some logistical issues, and we got it sorted. And uh, the two days before donation, I got a weird text from a guy named Jason. I didn't have a number on my phone, and and uh, he, we started rapping. And I was like, "Oh!" Uh, it came to me on like our third text that it was Anderson, and he was mm. like, "By the way, I'm, I'm just super excited for next week." And I'm like, "Well, your biggest race of your career is in uh, two and a half days." And he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I know, but I'm really looking forward to next week." And so I just love his enthusiasm. I think whatever he's doing is doing it right. The team pride thing, good for him. This fits his vibe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just excited that he's excited to be here. I don't, you know, 
I hope that Red Bull guys don't be like, oh, I have to be here because of Red Bull. Like, I feel like this year we actually have genuine, like, dude, I'm psyched to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Kenny's embraced it and Cooper's embraced it and, and, uh, and obviously Jason and RV and there's a whole bunch of guys. But I think it's becoming something that they hopefully don't see as like a, not that we require them to show up, but like this, oh, I feel like I probably should go. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, I want to go because yeah. it's going to be a night, I say, like people don't want to hear this, but it might be the most viewed race, single day race of the year. And I'm not saying, it's, you know, we have more people than donations, but just live viewership, mm-hmm. it will it will crush whatever the donations had in the U.S. It will crush that. I know yeah. that. Because it's live. If you, have, if you have a phone or a computer or a smart TV, you can watch it for free anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And so it exposes um, all these guys and the fun they're having to a whole bunch of new fans, potentially. And uh, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Hey, I, on that point, like, you know, the, the Hanny, the your riders not feeling they have to be here, you know, team fried. I think this race exposes like elitists that don't have a place to race and highlight their skill set. I think it's really important for them to have a, like a platform to, to highlight themselves Mm -hmm. and it challenges Mario's dancing like a, and Travis is is literally (laughs) undoing his bag in slow motion. Just go, (laughs) just go. The the longer you take, the more awkward it is. (laughs) Whatever. See you guys. So I, I just think it's great that this event allows people to to be themselves. Like Cole Seeley announces retirement, and it's like we haven't even talked yeah, about Cole yeah. Seeley. And he's he's embraced the Osho, right? Like I'm the bit one of the biggest fans of Osho, and to have him come as did you see his gear? It's amazing. Like yeah. everything about it. like we could go on and on, right? Like each person has their own story, but like this is an event that's letting a guy that seven years ago a retirement was you were done. done. And now because of our social platforms and he's all, he could be more relevant doing what he's doing on the internet than going to Anaheim and getting an amazing seventh place ride at A1. Might, you know what? He's my pick to win. Like, he's like he'd be awesome. I mean, no one's in doubt Sealy's, um his drive, his, his, all his talent. and But he's like – I feel like he's built a bike for it. He's invested in yeah. it maybe more yeah. than anybody because Dude, he actually you? built the bike. Have like, you, he's going to be great. Did you watch any of his bike All build vlogs? They're awesome. Like, how crazy that he, he went on eBay and typed, works Honda Shock. And found, and found the works Honda Shock on eBay. <laughs> I don't eBay. think that's how eBay's supposed to work. You know? Yeah. Hi, this is Dean Wilson from the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. Right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles has many different incentives to put you on the bike of your dreams. Visit an authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer take advantage of limited time offers on the innovative street models, versatile dual sports, and even competitive minis for the kids. Check out Husqvarna-Motorcycles.com slash offers to learn more today. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the Swap Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barja, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com and see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So 
yeah, you ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails, or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on, so head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Riders like Justin Cooper, Dylan Ferrandis, Eli Tomac, Adam Entingnap, Josh Hansen, and more partner with Works Chassis Lab for engine mounts and other special parts to add comfort to and enhance the handling characteristics of their bikes. With championships and race wins to prove it, Works Chassis Lab Parts provides the winning edge. Visit WorksChassisLab.com for more information. I mean, getting back to that, like, you know, you, you did away with the media challenge this year, but the other day, you know, a couple months ago, Alex Ray and I are riding mountain bikes up Skyline, and we're literally at the top, sweating our asses off. And I'm like, hey, did you see Seeley's vlog? It's pretty cool. Because this was around the time that Area was, like, wanting to start a vlog, mm -hmm. you know, try to cash in on the YouTube gravy train. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, that's sick. People love those vlog, you know, bike build, things like that. And I was like, hey. And he goes, I want to do that. And I'm like, why don't you buy one, and I'll help you with my resources build it up. We'll do a Swap Moto Live A-Ray entry into this media thing. You know, I thought it was happening. But regardless, I'm stoked that we did it because... It's been crazy. Like, he bought this old bike. He found it on Craigslist. We looked it up on the top of the mountain on Craigslist while we were waiting. He found it. He went and bought it. We did a video of him riding it. It was one of those, uh, it was a bike that had those ECC graphics with the, the, with the uh, hornet on it, with the green seat. Dude, he went so fast on it at Paris Raceway, and the thing had, like, no rebound in the shock anymore. It was just bouncing was like all over, and the knobs were flying off the tires. But we wanted to do a before and after, and then we recruited uh, Jay Clark from mm -hmm. uh, from Dunlop Tire and Dirt Bike TV. He helped us rebuild it, and we got all these parts. Did a Polysport restyle kit before we knew about the retro thing, right? So we made it look all new. But uh, then I took my the suspension to Ross, my brother at Enzo Racing, and I go, "Hey, I need you to make this stiff for straight rhythm." And he looks at me and goes, "O3 arm 250." He goes, "That's like." forgot that i think he said open bath fork and he goes that's shit we can't make that stiff enough for this oh man and i'm like thinking how did they make it stiff enough back in 02 but he basically told me no don i'm not doing it oh wow so we had him velvet for motocross and a ray goes on craigslist types in kit forks for suzuki and he found a set of kit suspension 
went and bought it and then uh scott bennett at show revalved it and changed a clevis or something because it was like a four-stroke shock but made it work we have a four-stroke front end on the rmz and it's good and to you're go here, and you're here yeah and we're here but uh, I'm a bike geek, so I've been cruising around already, like checking out bikes, and like that's the thing. Here's too. the best. So we go to break it in and do the big unveil and shoot it, and the piston breaks in half, <laughs> blows up. Anyways, ripping on it, like ripping. Like it's funny because like I always think of him as you know the jackass buddy of mine that lives down the street that I make fun of and have a good time with, but like for some reason when he's on an underpowered bike, you watch him, you go, that guy's talented. You know, because when we had that 125 Suzuki earlier yeah. in the year. But he rides this two-stroke like, like really crazy, well. really well. And I'm like, okay, go through this turn. And we're, we're getting the photos done, but I wanted to get this one turn because he was dragging the handlebars. I'm like, go through this one more turn. And I'm on the other side of this berm trying to get foreground in the photo. Guard's time. <laughs> and I'm waiting, and I see him pushing the bike in the beer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so defeated. But yeah, the the it was a defective aftermarket piston, and the piston like the top broke off, blew yeah. up, ruined the cylinder, and the cylinder was like the only one we were able to find. And thankfully, remember Jungle Jim Chamberlain? Yeah, yeah, he's he's Jay's helper. He loaned us his top end off his personal bike. Did he have an ECC seat to go with it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're here, so and we have a uh, we have a stock 06 RM250 engine and a box that Suzuki loaned us. In just case. in case this one blows up, so that's funny. So we we made yeah, posters, we made T-shirts. Yeah, it's going to go. be a good time. It's a community bike. Everybody yeah. pitched in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> got a vested interest in it, which is you know you don't go to races with having a horse outside of a you know a friend, but this, yeah. you probably feel very invested in this bike because you're like there's time and effort and yeah. So sweat I'm saying equity. that that dude he better make it past the first round. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, like the team, right? Like the team. Villapoto has his guys that he feels builds the best motor for him. Yeah. And, like, you know, obviously these factory guys, they have to have the, the good the, the, stuff because the yeah. there's an invested interest in them. But, like, all these other guys, like, oh, who's my best team of people they can uh, collaborate yeah. with? And that's how it was back in the A125s. The factory riders would have a guy, oh, my guy's doing my cylinder and head on their bike, right? Yeah. Where now, I mean, this, this is what's cool is, you know, you, the 450 days, everyone's just like, yeah, my bike's too fast. I need to learn to ride it. Yeah. Right? Like, or my 250 is not fast enough. I can't compete with those guys. Well, you can take a 150 KTM and arguably stock have the fastest bike. Here. Yeah. Definitely. So, Hammer, what's up for grabs here? Is there a prize? Yeah. Yeah. What does first place win? I think it's 25K. 25 grand for yeah. first place. Yeah. It's the, it's, well, damn, it's, I'd say someone's going to take it serious. It's you know? six <laughs> minutes of racing. Yeah. At, at the most, you know, if you if you ride all day, it's how, or race How all day. far does payback go? Just the third? All of them? No. All of them. No, I mean you. If you make the show, you're you're walking away. I think like at least the minimum a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, nice. Something like that. So I can make yeah, Ray pay me for those t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but yeah. Wow. Have you in the history of this event has there ever been a protest? No. There's been a DQ though. Yeah. Didn't Kenny Ken, go over Kenny the? Kenny jumped the Jumped over. He scrubbed too hard and went over the white line. Did he go over and the so white did, line um, virtually in the year. air, or no, his he tire just, went he, over the No, he went over it, yeah. All right, virtually, all right. I'll look the, we'll look the other way, but if you if you, we see white dust fly up, we know you hit it. That's so yeah. good. We don't, pro- I mean, why would we protest? Why would we have it? We have yeah. a we have a referee, but we don't have any tools to tear bikes apart with. Yeah. So yeah. It's not, that's not the point of the event. Okay, so there's 125 class, 250 class, but then there's like two guys, Travis and Bowers, Bowers in the 500 class. 
Is that just kind of like exhibition? No, match? I mean they're they're gonna best. It's just two guys. Just two guys. It just they're but basically then, the only two guys willing to ride those bikes on a supercross track, and so we just paired them up and said, "Go, go Tango." Because on the uh, the press release, Bowers' name is. He was gonna ride the 250 class as well, but I think he's just gonna ride the 450 okay. or the 500 class. I okay. gave him the option because my um, our good friend Mathis goes, "That's not fair to ride the 500," and I said. If he puts this bike up and goes, does anybody else want to race it? And no <laughs> yeah. one races their hand, then it's not an advantage. Yeah. And so I don't think anybody would uh, scoff at him riding that 27-year-old motorcycle oh in, in that class. So. It takes a special person to ride a 500. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. I think I think he's just going to focus on the 500 because we have enough 250 guys. And so so is, what's the purse for that grudge match? I think it's a dollar. A dollar? Tra- <laughs> Travis does a lot of dumb things for a dollar. Yeah. So, but I uh, mean, are they going to? Those guys are arguably the strongest dudes in the pits too. They yeah, want to like fight afterwards or something gnarly like that. Those guys are so it's the ultimate the it's, ultimate challenge. It's, well, it's the ultimate heavyweight battle yeah. in, in every sense of the word. The displacement, the bikes, you know, the arms versus the unit, and then those two men. They're just. I, the I just don't think Tyler knows. He was really young when Travis raced. I don't think he understands what Travis is willing to do to win. <laughs> Well, I think Travis is. I think I'll, I'll well, give you. I'll are give we going to see a backflip? I think you'll see multiple backflips. <laughs> yeah, on uh, a five hundred. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. So. Um, hey. Okay. So, what is the RMZilla? Is it a KX a, engine? No, it's a CR five hundred engine in a two thousand six four fifty frame, I believe. Mm. I think that's right. That's Something like crazy. That. And it's, then, it's full and, then and then uh, Hubert fitted an electric start on it. It's le- it's the weirdest bike ever. So. So, hillbilly Hubert can figure out an electric start a Suzuki, but Suzuki you can't. No. Yeah, that's good. Red, redneck engineering. <laughs> Sounds about right. He's uh, yeah, he's special. Um, yeah, uh, two months ago, month and a half ago, Bauer sent me some texts. We were talking back and forth. He's like, "Hey, do I need to? Do we need to make it interesting? Do I need to lay back a little and, and give Trav a little like a chance, basically?" And I was like, "Nah, man, I think Trav's gonna be great." He's like, "Really?" He's like, "He's been retired longer than he raced, if that makes sense. He's been retired for like I think 16 years." And so, um, my guy, Trav's a gamer. He's Wonder Boy. He should have beat Hanson year one. He messed up um, in his third run. I think he would have at least advanced, which then we would have seen a Stuart Pastrana sem- uh, quarterfinal, which yeah. would have been unbelievable. Um, but obviously, Hanson won. And so, I'm like, yeah, Trav just shows up, and he's been riding longer than all of these guys. He builds a straight rhythm track at his property through the trees. Um, <laughs> and so, I think Bowers was sort of underestimating him. And so, two days ago, I just found that that conversation and i highlighted uh in my phone Bowers' uh-huh. his text and i sent it to travis i go travis i just don't know what tyler means by this and travis <laughs> responded with some expletives and like uh, i'm gonna beat him and do a backflip and so just like <laughs> gonna, i'm gonna like dunk on him like full posterize him yeah. it's like i'm gonna beat him while doing a flip and so we'll just see what happens in the pot yeah and so i think it went from really fun to like uh lighthearted to like i'm gonna i'm gonna smash that dude <laughs> and so i mean it's all in good fun i mean i don't know how bowers can go faster than trev on the mm-hmm. 27 more like but don't put it past him either like that bikes he's been riding on a supercross track and he's yeah. just, you know regardless of how what the outcome is i think people are just going to be excited to, to see this weird it's the ultimate it's a ufc fight it's a boxer versus a sumo wrestler like you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. and they are both meatheads yeah. to the highest level right yeah. like the, tr- tyler won't let off just as much as travis <laughs> won't let off like they are prideful guys yeah. and it's you can't not respect them for like yeah. I mean Tyler both motorcycle enthusiasts I mean Tyler built his own bike let's you know, he did. like Tyler's a motor, motorcycle mechanic and like a guru on top of it right so that's another like yeah. storyline I to think it. for the safety of the crowd I hope they're not having I hope they're not tied coming into the whoop section because oh I don't they're just gonna grab gears <laughs> and there's a, a Red Bull arch that's up that I don't know if we can withstand two dudes running into it because oh. they're gonna swap their brains <laughs> yeah. out trying to uh, 
to win. Okay, what was the worst crash at this event? Was I wasn't going to talk about that. Well, no, well, that's just not like, fun. Like the ones I remember is Hampshire and, and yeah. Ronnie Mack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Ronnie's. Huh? Ronnie? Ron, let's talk about Ronnie's. He said he skinned his dick. <laughs> you may, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I, I will say this. Don't sleep on Ron this year. I think the bike's the best it's ever been. And um, he's got something to prove because, you know, he got – He's, he's really – He didn't he's get a different, to race this summer. He's a different person. He's he's motivated I'm, like I've never seen. He is shredded and outside. He's, he's got a six-pack, and not, he's not carrying it. He's wearing it. And so uh, I think he's going to be surprisingly good. People will laugh at that. Like, here, you know, yeah. I don't know when this is going to come out. Yeah, I saw, I saw pictures old. of uh, Screaming Eagle torn down and framed, right? If he said for the first time ever all the bolts match. <laughs> so he said, you know, they're all, I think they're all tied bolts with grease on me. Like the Chris Screaming Eagle's never been this good. The talons are sharpened. I, I remember Morris was, his wife was so upset. Hannah was just so mad that uh, Ronnie beat Ryan first round. And he's just like, I got beat by that bike. <laughs> got, and he's on a full factory bike. I just laugh like, cause it's the bike that, that basically retired the King. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is. guy's riding this bike and it's awful, but he's making it work. But he doesn't have to turn. He doesn't have to turn. So let me ask you the hammer is, um, is he allowed to run the Aida swing arm sticker here, or is it censored? We we've I think Ron Ron grew up a little bit, and it's now four strokes suck. Um, <laughs> I think that's a much like some of the antics of the past. That's that that logo is not really used a ton, thankfully. Yeah. There's only so much we can do with that. But nice. Yeah, I think he's uh, again. I think he's in a really good place, and I think his bikes. It's um, if you I don't know if you've heard it recently. Like it's un- it sounds so good. I don't know if there's a photo that surfaced yesterday of him at the Honda test track with Eric Kehoe and mm. and Eric goes, That thing sounds pretty good and to uh Ron told him he's like, Grab a handful and he's like, No, he's like, Grab it and then he looked around for Kenny and he just revved it and he's like, Ooh <laughs> so, <laughs> I think even Eric Kehoe was a little is a little uh, impressed. He's like, Is that three hundred? He's like, Nope. Nice. Two fifty. So yeah, a lot of fun to be had. Right on. Well hey guys, uh practice is gonna start here pretty soon, right? I yeah, can't wait to go see uh see some of these bikes in action but uh yeah it's gonna be a rad event tomorrow i'm stoked Can't thanks wait. for thanks for supporting it and it's um yeah it's always nice even doing something other people find it valuable to invest their own time and money and and i hope i kind of would say like red bull the entire motto is give people you know gives wings to people and ideas and i hope people see this as a platform to jump off from it's not mm-hmm. a platform for red bull to grow it's a red bull it's a platform for Swap Moto Live and PNG and all the other brands that are here supporting their athletes to because I think you're going to get seen in a way that you probably don't you don't get seen this way at a Supercross mm-hmm. or Motocross event because that's not you're not the show. So I hope all of your brands and all the riders that showed up today um, feel that. So cool, right on, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.